Do you ever wonder why some podcasts are so successful? Do you wish that you could replicate the success of some of the top podcasts? So do we. And we believe there is no harm in asking. So we're questioning everything about how podcasts are produced, hosted, and monetized. This is No Harm in Asking. I'm Eric Byron. And I'm Michael Kerr, always ready to share my opinion. We review podcasts and look for clues to why some touch our hearts. And some leave us unfulfilled. This week, we'll be reviewing Compelled with Paul Hastings. This podcast is sponsored by Colab.me, the free-to-use platform for interview planning, preparation, and collaboration. All right, Michael, I want to start right out with a discussion of the title on this one. So compelled. And the interesting piece that I just wanted to jump right out because I don't want our listeners to be confused. If they go search on Apple podcast for compelled, they're not going to find this podcast. So that is its name. But if you search for compelled on Apple podcasts, you get a dozen or so other podcasts and you don't see this one. You have to search for compelled Christian or Compelled Christian Stories, which is actually the title on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, I don't know whether he could have done something better to make sure that that comes across if you do search for it. I think most of the people probably find this through the website, but Apple Podcasts is clearly a search engine. And so you do have to know, I think people would search for Christian maybe first and, and come upon this kind of thing. But nevertheless, SEO or whatever you want to call it is pretty important in the podcasting space. It is important to own that word. And I so we recommend to anybody to really think about if you're going to use a very generic word, maybe to think twice about it. Yeah. Yeah. So so Paul Hastings is the host and producer of this, and he should do some investigation around that. How do you get your show to show up if you just put compelled in there? Yeah, that's good advice. That said, I like the title, Compelled. It's kind of a power word yeah. for me. And you know, and in this case, it suggests to me there are forces at play that cannot be denied. I'm Paul Hastings, and you're listening to Compelled, a seasonal podcast with unique stories from the kingdom of God told by the people compelled to live for him. Right. And and so this is a Christian podcast, and I love the fact that he really knows what he's trying to do here with this podcast, right? This is a storytelling podcast, but he is showing, right, all of these stories lead you towards an inspirational kind of moment, if you will, a life-changing intervention by God in somebody's life. All of these stories, you are compelled, right? These people, their stories show how their life was changed because they were compelled by God to do something different in their life. You're right. I I was, when I listened to the two or three that I listened to, it was quite fascinating. I could could almost not believe the story. It was like, oh, it it worked out so perfectly for what he was trying to do. He said, is it real? You know, I investigated yeah. independently to try and make sure that, in fact, these stories were real and that, in fact, this really did happen to these people. I think that he's done a great job. Now, I wouldn't say that we're, you know, why have we done this, right? We're not really religious people, but we wanted to do this 
genre for quite a while because I think there's a a really loyal, dedicated, captive audience out there that you can take advantage of. And so it really is just laid right out there for you to, I don't want to say take advantage of, but to, to really use. And I think they're willing to support you financially if they if there's connection. Yeah. So I think it's a great opportunity for people that that are in this area. Yeah, so let's talk about this genre because yeah. I found it fascinating too. There are many, many podcasts that will call themselves a Christian podcast. And I really compared it to sports, right? So we did the sports category yeah. and there were thousands, thousands and thousands of sports ones. But what I found interesting in the comparison here is when somebody tags their podcast as a sports podcast, you kind of know what you're going to get. It could be professional sports or it could be very specific. It could be specific to a city, but they're going to talk sports. Sure. Right? What I found interesting here is when we first started looking for who we're going to review in this category, I hit some podcasts that to me were like, all right, this isn't what I expected at all of a Christian podcast. I mean, there was no Bible verses, there yeah. was no prayer, there was no you know, testimonial. Yeah. It was almost kind of, I don't know, just nice people right. who are Christians talking about aspects of their life, but it was not preachy or hit you over the head with a Bible, any of that. It, but, yeah, I agree. I think I listened to half a dozen top religious podcasts. Top Christian uh, podcasts. Top Christian podcasts. Yeah. We started with Annie Downs. And who, that sounds fun. That sounds fun. And, and she has and, millions of downloads and followers, and it's a it's a wonderful podcast. I like Annie Downs, and yeah. she, she had celebrities on, you know, people that had yeah. Christian backgrounds. But she really just conducted a very typical interview. That that interview could have run on you know, virtually any TV show anywhere. Right. right. And, I mean, it was Oprah by somebody who's not Oprah. Yeah. Really. And she's done very, very well, and she now has a network. She's helping to produce other podcasts. I'm not diminishing. Right, but it didn't excite us. We didn't think this was the one. We didn't, it wasn't what I was expecting. It wasn't what we want. It wasn't yeah. the one that we thought, you know, we could say much about. Yeah. Then I listened to the, the Duck Dynasty guys. They do a podcast. Okay. I think it's called Unashamed. And I really enjoyed yeah. listening to these guys. I think there's a niche for them with the southern, sort of southern good old boys kind of thing. <laughs> and they told stories. And they're all very well spoken, and it was quite enjoyable. And a little bit of Bible going on there, but it wasn't the inspirational kind of podcast that you would listen to to go, get me oh, to go this to is, church. This is yeah. why right. I, you know, I have the fi- I carry the faith. We picked through a lot before yeah, a we ended up on the other ones on I this one. To the Holy Post, the Glorious in the Mundane, and then another one called Good Christian. Yeah, Good fun. Christian Fun. I listened to Good Christian Fun too. Yeah. So again, very interesting. That one actually really surprised me because it's about Christian music and they're dropping F bombs and <laughs> really? and stuff. I was like, Oh yeah. my, this is a I Christian didn't la- I didn't show. Last long enough. Yeah. yeah, they focus on Christian entertainment. So they yeah, review yeah. you're right, songs and, and uh and music and other kinds of Yeah. So it's a it's a really wide open, diverse category of podcasts and really pretty much anybody who calls themselves a Christian can do a podcast whether they really talk about faith and the Bible or anything really to right. do with Christianity. They can tag it as Christian, which means that anybody who's searching for Christian podcasts may find it. So maybe a smart tactic for SEO purposes 
to attract an audience that looking for clean, even if they're not really looking for something that's, say, beating them over the head with a Bible. You know, yeah, so we, something for everybody in this. I agree. <laughs> we we talked. You know, we talked last week about whether or not you have the right yeah. of doing a podcast, and obviously, there's no rules. You can do any podcast you want. Yep. But I, I think in this one, it, it obviously does help to have a <laughs> unique faith. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you're right. You, you don't have to be a preacher. You don't have to be a minister. Yeah. Although those exist as well. If you feel that this is what your life is all about, yeah. you know, there's an opportunity. And I think Paul's done it. I think he's encapsulated what the life that he wants to live and the life that he wants to share with his with his yeah. family and his listeners. So I think yeah. he, I think he's done so, a really good some, job. Some context around my expectations of going into this. So I did come up through a kind of Christian upbringing and did personally go through a an experience with the church uh, as a young man that, you know, call it a, a calling or whatever. I, I did pick up the phone <laughs> when okay. I got called. And, I didn't know. And, and I even considered going into ministry oh, yeah, as yeah. a young man. Yeah, your brother's um, a monk. Uh, I have a brother who's a monk. That's yeah. a whole other story. But but anyway, yeah. So, but I did not end up in this dramatic kind okay. of story of, you know, life changed and I did end up in ministry. I, I didn't follow that path. But I could relate to some of these stories, right? I, I recall that same kind of feeling of God is intervening, taking yeah. a personal interest in me. So I was much more engaged with this podcast. Well, personally, interesting. of interest to me in hearing these other stories and how these people responded to that tap on the shoulders thing that they felt uh, that God was yeah. uh, really intervening. And you know, honestly, it reminded me that God is still active in the world. He is still tapping people on the shoulder. In some cases, he's slapping them upside the head and saying, hey, you know, you better do something here. You're on a bad path, and I want other things for you in your life. And so I'm glad to see that there are still these stories out there, and there are still these people who are responding to that call and feeling that it really you know, transformed their lives. So let's talk about a specific episode because okay. there's one we both listened to. Yes. And this was called Transgender to Transformed with Laura Perry. Tell me about your reaction to this one. Yeah, my first reaction was that it, it just seemed too unbelievable. She never really felt like she was the, the child that their, that her parents wanted. And she she sort of felt that she should have been a boy. She should have been a boy. and And for some reason, this idea sort of came over her yeah. and when she learned about the fact that she could basically change into something that she wasn't this had really high appeal and so she yeah. sort of separated from her parents yeah. and years later her mother who had gotten into this bible group had called her back and eventually she realized the errors of her ways transitioned back to a girl and, and life turned out well right this so but the hard fact of this is she spent 10 years as a man. She did. And she had, I mean, the surgery, too. She did it so, all. Absolutely. Right, she right. had all her organs removed and, um, yep. you know, top surgery. So, yes. And then uh, and her moment, right, was uh, she believed God asked her, when you die, what do I call you? So... um the Lord asked me, he said, if you stood before me tonight, what name would I call? And I was really stunned by that question. I said, 
I didn't know how to answer that. And it hit her, right, that from God's perspective, um, girl. True, I didn't catch going, this particular point. Yeah, is, but I've been, is that the transition that she... That, that right. was what hit her was, so I've been pretending to be a boy all this time, but in God's eyes, I'm a girl. Yeah. Right? And that shook her, and she went back to being a girl, which, uh, you know, but there were some other moments in there I thought were, were really good. I also understand that these are folks who are highly experienced at telling these stories, right? This right. Is so a, this this, a this woman in particular has a book yes. out where she yes. had talked about this transformation and her connection yeah. with God. Yes, you're absolutely right. This yeah. this girl had told this story a dozen times. You could watch it on YouTube with her with her mother. So this yeah. was obviously a well rehearsed story. And again, you listen to it; and it seems quite unbelievable because it really comes around to exactly what Paul's yeah, trying yeah. to do. So you know, a couple of the other ones I listened to a very similar kind of theme. Right, this I'm a mess. <laughs> God speaks to me much better now. Sentenced to 500 years in prison, Ron Aiken's story. Again, I did, or Adkins, I did look it up, and his website, we'll talk more about that. He's got background and pictures yeah. and, and stuff of these guys. Uh, really, really good information and write-ups on the website. Hope for the porn-addicted pastor, Garrett Kell, loving the forgotten through foster care and adoption with uh, Lauren Smith. That's the most recent episode. Very interesting story there, too. And then from a jail cell to ministry, with Aaron and Molly Mayfield. This was one of the very first episodes. So I went back to kind of compare an early episode in terms of production and quality and uh, you know how much has this transformed itself yeah. over the years. And we'll talk about the seasons of this uh, in just a little bit too. And just a comment there, the, the very first ones, I mean, he started strong. This was not a uh, an evolution where he had to figure out how to do this. His first episodes were well produced, and he you know he put out three uh, initially, and they were professionally edited and produced with music and really really well put together. I couldn't see any significant difference. Yeah, I think he's got a background in this. Him and his wife work on these together. He's got a bit of a team as yeah, far yeah. as audio engineering goes, and and he's got a graphics team. Yeah, the website is I think quite excellent. I enjoy looking at it. Yeah. Uh, I, the color scheme is beautiful. He's designed his own logo with this play symbol and cross. I think the write-ups that he does, which are all very well yeah. done, I would say they're actually too much. So I, I think <laughs> I think it's too much effort, but I thought it was really interesting. So instead of just doing a full transcript, it's like an article written that tells the story in, in written form. It does. I mean, you, you don't actually need to listen to the podcast if you read the article because it basically summarizes it. Now, I don't know yeah. whether that's his intention. I think you should try and force people to listen to the podcast. The write-up should be there as a teaser, in my opinion, and not be there with three pages of, of write-up. You can argue with yeah. me that this isn't the case, but I, I feel that... I mean, the, the only other... I mean, and you... Technically, you can accomplish this with a full transcript, right? Is you know, for somebody who's hearing impaired, they can read it instead. Yeah, I saw it as an alternative to just That's a transcript. Right. An alternative, an alternative to the transcript. Why go to all that effort? So he talks about costs for this yeah. production. Like clearly, Paul wants to make this his job, a revenue, a self-sustaining thing, full time, full time for him. Yeah. He seems to be 
you know, doing a good job, but obviously it's not enough to sustain him. Yeah. So he's reaching out. Yeah. And so if there are things that you can cut back on, I would say that that might be one of them. Yeah. They're well done, but they're you're done. right. I'm not yeah. sure it's worth the effort to do that instead of just putting out a full transcript. So, yeah, just a couple things on the on the show and its history. They have 63 total episodes as of today, as we're recording this. Uh, it started back in July 2018, and he's done, this is, he's now in season five. So he's had four previous seasons, and he takes breaks in between. So he'll take several months off. Again, this the amount of effort, and you know he has to feed the family and and stuff. So he's been doing other things, and he's kind of self-employed solopreneur yep. kind of thing, I guess. And yeah, so clearly there was quite a change here, though, between the end of season four now and the beginning of season five. He really wants to to take this. Uh, to the next level, I think, is the, the messaging I'm getting from this. And he, and he put out on his website this thing called Impact 2021, where he goes into great detail. A lot of detail, yeah. On the history and the, and the, numbers, the, the numbers and the revenue. Right, the stats, right. Yep. And uh, he does have advertisers and sponsors. He's had them from the very beginning. So that's great that he's had that kind of support. Clearly, that has generated some amount of revenue for him. He's had enough listeners uh, downloads, whatever, to uh, to generate some income through those sources. Uh, I'm not sure when he set up the Patreon thing, but you know, clearly people can donate through the website and support him financially, and people have been doing that. But I thought it was interesting that his budget for 2021 was $27,000. Now, he produced two seasons in 2021, so he did a quick season three with like 10 episodes, and then uh, season four with like 11 episodes at the end of the year couple of months break in the middle there, but he says basically he spent $27,000. Now, we've been producing this podcast on zero. Yeah. Well, we pay a little bit for Podbean, I guess, but microphone, Microphone. a one-time expense kind of thing, right? So I'm not sure why he is spending $27,000. Yeah, maybe a a breakdown would be interesting if he could show, you know, I think that could be interesting if he he really wants to share what are the things that are are adding into his costs. Yeah. Um, now, maybe some of that is he's taking a salary himself. He did comment that he spent about 1,200 hours in 2021, he estimates, uh, producing this podcast. I will say that seems like a lot of time, too, for 21 episodes. But, you know, he's working hard and he's producing a good quality product. No, it's a high quality, it's a high quality product. And I, I think there's a lot of good things that he does about it. We talked earlier. So they're all structured very much the same. So there's a bit of an ad. And then he has this testimonial at the beginning that we liked. This was a unique thing where he can involve some of his listeners. They can record um, what they think of the podcast in general or maybe the upcoming episode. I don't remember what it actually is. It's always – it's generally kind of why they listen and something that they've enjoyed from it or taken from it, why it inspires them. And then they just say – Please enjoy this episode. Yeah, so, so I, it's a, I, I really liked it. And it was it kinda, awesome. It was a good I, I thought that was great. In. I've never seen it done before. Yeah, um, he does a really good job at the end. He he comes up. I mean, he asks good questions throughout About, the, the yep. podcast. But at host. the end, but at the end, he summarizes the whole thing and what in its connection to to God and faith. I'm reminded of Romans eight thirty eight and thirty nine, where the Apostle Paul writes. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing 
will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So I think he works hard and he's got a, you know, honestly, I think he's done a good job of finding guests that are yeah. really a perfect fit for what he's trying to do. So, you know, I'm not saying that what he's doing is easy, meaning I'm sure he oh, deserves yeah. everything that he's, uh, yeah, yeah. that he's making from it. It's a well done podcast. It gave me what I, what I was looking for in a podcast like this, which was the Bible verses were there, the regular discussions about God and faith. And I think that's what the audience wants. And, yeah. and I felt he delivered. Yeah. So again, kind of to summarize, so the genre has a wide variety of styles and how preachy they are. Yeah. And I didn't think he really preaches no. here, but I did think he did a really good job throughout the stories of kind of narrating at times, too. But God did want her, and he had plans for her that were greater than anything she could have imagined. And it became apparent just after she surrendered her life to Christ. So he kind of he summarizes and rephrases and says, oh, and or he leads a section in and kind of leads it and says, oh, well, we're going to hear, you know, how they did this, this and this yeah. right in their life or how this thing, you know, changed now or he reminds you of what their situation was. So he kind of narrates and then you hear him direct kind of interview style questions. How can we best interact, love, witness to people struggling with sexual identity? Again, I thought he did a very good job of asking questions and probing a little deeper and tell me more about this and what was your relationship with your mom and when did this happen or how did you feel? So you know, he does a good job of those kind of probing questions which is another one of those things we talk about often on No Harm in Asking is the importance of your host and being well-prepared and asking good questions that you can attract an audience with a great interesting topic or a story, but to keep them coming back, you have to be a good host who really manages these conversations. Yeah. Um, I do want to talk a little bit about duration. Yes, duration. Right? Yeah, so his episodes are typically 45 minutes to 60 minutes. A few of them go a little over. They could be shorter and faster. For me, it was painful to listen yeah. at normal speed. I just found that the dialogue seemed to go really slowly. Hmm. I didn't this find makes that. me crazy. Yeah. I, I just want to go. Let's go. You know, I want to listen to the story and I don't have all day to do this. And again, maybe this is me. Yeah. I, I didn't think the pace was that bad, but I, I would like to see these cut down to the 40 minute window. Yeah. 30 can... to 40 minutes, I yeah. think, is, uh, again, <laughs> this is so arbitrary. We've seen Absolutely other people arbitrary. be successful at two hours. Yeah. You, you really have to figure out. Where your audience is listening? Are they listening in the car? Are they listening in their easy chair at home? Maybe if there are, you know, old ladies in the Bible Belt who have the whole day, yeah. maybe then this is how they want to spend an hour. Maybe yep. we're yep. wrong. So where do you think Paul can go with this? I mean, I, I think he's obviously looking to make this a business on its own. I think he could compile these stories into a book, potentially. I mean, I think there's lots of opportunity. We talked a bit about a, a, a network that he could do, yeah. a podcasting network. I think this is the evolution that this can, where this can go. Because yeah. clearly he wants to make this his life calling. And I think it's there for him. I think, yeah, he yeah. Can, I think he can do it. I think he sees this as a ministry of its own. But yeah, I do think that he wants it to be financially 
stable enough, reliable enough that he can feed his family, his three right. kids. As I say, I think whatever religion you are, you know, I think that people are willing to commit their money. I think there's tremendous opportunity yeah, in yeah. this genre. I think he can do it. And, and it's just going to take a little bit of thought to figure out. I don't think it's affiliate marketing on this one. I know we've talked a lot about some yeah. affiliate marketing. And he has done some of that. Affiliate to me, marketing. The, to yeah. me, this is uh, books, ministry of his own, and a podcast network that yeah. he can build out. And he is, uh, again, going back to the duration thing. So one of the things he has done already, I noticed, uh, I think with the most recent one there, is he announces at the end that there's even more discussion with the with the guest that's behind the paywall. Right. Yeah. So if you become a Patreon supporter, um, you subscribe that way, then uh, you get additional content. And again, this could be a good way to say, oh, I've got 30 minutes here. You get the kind of the core of the story. But if you want the other 30 minutes, it's uh, subscriber-based at that yeah, point, Yeah, I think right? this – I like this building up and all. If yeah. you can build up small groups, we've seen Megan Dom do this recently. She's begun to hold off-site meetings. She's built up a really yeah. core group of people that are really into this. Yep. It's almost like your own little ministry. But yeah. I think people will come in you know, Texas or Oklahoma, perhaps where he is, and that is the basis for him to grow this into something more substantial. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's great. Uh, Paul, thank you for sharing these stories with us all. <laughs> I, I think it's, uh, it's really great what you're doing. Well, I'll probably listen to your show again, but I'm also going to continue to explore this genre and look for other examples of Christian podcasts that are, that are done really, really well. Because you know, in this one, we found a couple of new things we hadn't seen before, yeah. the testimonial piece, the way he does the write-ups. Again, yeah. not sure they are worth it, but they were, they were really, really well done. Yeah. So yeah, I think that there's other things we can learn from this genre that may be able to cross over and be leveraged in, in other formats. And yeah, I'd like to categories. talk to him more. I mean, I, I looked at his social media, the, the social media area doesn't seem to be particularly strong. I would be interested okay. in knowing whether that is because he doesn't commit to it substantially or yeah. whether this is just not something that, you know, that his audience is particularly interested in. How does he reach the people that he is trying to get to? And is yeah. it just search through um, the various podcast platforms? How does he get his name out there? Yeah. You know, that has he gone on other podcasts? Yes. Right. I, that's that would, another great way to do this. He, I, I agree. Right. You know, we didn't really find anything like this one. Excellent. All right. Well, that was our review of Compelled Christian Stories with Paul Hastings. You've been listening to No Harm in Asking with Michael Kerr and Eric Byron. Thanks for listening. I hope you will subscribe if you haven't already. And please you know, leave us a review or a rating. Love to hear from you. Thank you. This podcast is sponsored by Colab.me, the free-to-use platform for interview planning, preparation, and collaboration.